Thank you so much for joining the Willpower Podcast today. Today, we're lucky to have Mae West Harrison on the show. She is one of our realtor partners, and she you're going to love this conversation. We kind of talk a little bit, her journey through real estate um, this year, one of the toughest years in the market that we've seen in, you know, since the last crash in 2008, she's just about to hit her goal. Um, so we we're able to kind of dive in a little bit deeper and talking about goals and uh, the feelings we have behind them. So I can't wait for you to listen. May West slash Harrison. What's up? Thank you so much for being on the Willpower Podcast. Um, and man, I'm so happy to have you on here. Um, how was your vacation? You just went on vacation. Yeah, we just went to Scottsdale. You want to pull this up a little closer? Yeah. There you go. We went to Scottsdale, Arizona. That's we- our favorite place. Our favorite place, by the way. It's our favorite place. We love Arizona, Phoenix, Scottsdale. My husband loves the golf there and their culinary experience anywhere you go is absolutely incredible. So Destiny, I don't know if you knew, but um, Destiny was born in Canada Mm -hmm. and I was born in Mexico. So we kind of met in the middle. Whenever we met, we said, hey, what if before we start traveling outside of the country, we go to every single state and within like four years we had been to like 40 something states like 43 states or something and the two places that stick out out of all the places we've been to and now I think we have like six states left Uh, we have like the North Dakota South Dakota like Alaska you know and um, is Scottsdale Arizona as a whole. I mean, you're laying in Phoenix. Phoenix is awesome. Uh, it's hot, but it's not humid like it is here in Oklahoma. And it's then a dry heat. Yes. <laughs> and then you go to Scottsdale, which is such a rich town, and there's so many cool, cool stuff, so many great resorts. And then you're like, it's too hot here. Let me drive two hours to Sedona or yep. Prescott or Jerome or Flagstaff, and it's like, wow, it's 70 degrees. It's just beautiful overall. So it's Scottsdale and then Boston. Really like Boston. Really? Wouldn't want to live in Boston, but the only place that I would want to live outside of Tulsa, it's actually Tulsa, uh, Arizona. Scottsdale, So one of specifically. my reasons, I've been to a lot of states, and Arizona is one of my favorite because I don't think it's overpriced. It's Prices it's, are going up. It's priced but, higher than Tulsa, obviously. Yeah. Everywhere is. Yeah. But, Except for Mississippi. Come on, give us a break. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's not crazy. Yeah. That was a good one. So, mate, just like you and a lot of other people that, you know, come on, they're like, what are we going to talk about? Yesterday I had Kat on and she goes, do you have the questions that you're going to ask me? Like people act like they're going to be on the news whenever they come on. It's nerve wracking. Let me tell you, part of the thing of why I love doing this is one, you don't check your phone for the 30, 40 minutes that we're talking on here. So we truly, I mean, I've known you now for close to a year or so, and we've never had a conversation like this too, where I'm super excited about it because I feel like I'm going to be able to get to know you at a different level. And I'm excited about that. And then second of all, because I don't know if you've noticed, if you've been around me enough, but I always love talking to people and just seeing like, man, this is an interesting part of their life that I don't know anything about. Whether most of the time it's like their job or, I mean, and you kind of experienced that actually a little bit. We went on a double date um, with Destiny and your husband and, you know, I was asking him questions about his business and I'm like, I don't know anything about it. So I just kept asking him questions on that. And then, so from there, it's like, what can I learn from this person that I could potentially add to my life that could potentially make my life better, right? And then, so when I accidentally started this podcast, I said, well, if other people listen and they get one thing from you or me, hey, 
I'm so happy that I changed potentially one person's yeah. life, right? So um, I want to talk a little bit about how long, would you consider yourself just a real, real estate agent or a real estate agent slash influencer as well? Because I don't, I never asked you that, but I know that I think that before you were a real estate agent, you kind of, you were big into like social media and everything. So um, real estate is my hub. Okay. Um, influencing is something I do out of passion. When did you start that? Um, it's probably been two, three years. I feel like I've always been an influencer though. Yeah. Like I've maybe just started posting like an outfit picture or yeah. working with businesses at that point. But I'd always, if a company had a referral program and I love that company, I was getting going to refer them out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I kind of consider myself a jack of all trades. Like real estate obviously pays my bills. It's my number one thing. I also do corporate event planning. I do- For Keller Williams, right? For Keller Williams. Though um, they're one of your clients or whatever. Or, right, yeah. and I mean, I've, I worked at Urban Tulsa. Do you remember Urban Tulsa? I don't. It was like a music scene magazine here in Tulsa. No, I don't really? think so. Maybe, it was mm, probably 10 I know years ago. Ur they're, they're, I know Urban Outfitters. The Voice Does that count, is or? the new one now. Oh, gotcha, I've heard yeah. The Voice, yeah, yeah. So I worked with them in college and planned their yearly event that they had, the Best of Tulsa Awards. Gotcha. Um, so I don't know, I just kind of feel like I found my spot. Yes, I, I am an influencer, I am a realtor, and I love doing events for myself, friends, and companies. What do you enjoy the most? Oh, real estate by far. And then, so you've been an influencer for the last two to three years, like on social media. And how long have you been a realtor for? Realtor? Uh, I'm in my fourth year. Fourth year. And you're killing it. I love it. You're killing like, it. I truly think my life has led me in, to this profession. That's incredible. So I shared with cat um, yesterday that one there's currently 1.4 million realtors in the nation 800,000 of them haven't done one deal That's crazy. okay I say that because so many people think man especially over the last couple of years like oh that, that person's in in real estate whether it's in lending or a realtor and and they're like and what they do doesn't seem very hard let me go do that so I can make <laughs> a lot of money yeah. and make my own hours and do this yeah. right people don't realize that it's hard work and I just want to highlight that, man, you're really good at what you do. Thank I know you. that we recently started working together. We just closed a deal last week. Um, you sold this girl house that she had never even seen before in person until just recently, right? And you're just a very likable person and I can definitely see, but not only that, there's a difference between likable, but then it's like, do you know your stuff? Right. Right. So I just huge kudos to you for that. And I'm glad to hear you say that because you're freaking killing it. I think Thanks. that you've already passed your goal for the year. Right. I mean, I don't want to like speak before it happens because I still have Knock on wood. things in the making. But my goal this year was uh, 10 million in volume. Mm -hmm. um, and how many units is that? I don't care about units. Well, I'm not a unit driven the only, agent. The, the only reason I asked that though is because one thing that I've learned for myself is uh, and uh, one thing that I've learned going and traveling, like this weekend, I'm going to DC to speak to some uh, loan officers and help them with content and stuff. And when, when I tell them the volume that I'm doing, they're like, okay. But then when I tell them the units that I'm doing, they're like, whoa, you're killing it. And the reason, the only reason I'm asking you is because if anybody's listening to this in California, New York or wherever, right. Um, I just, I'm curious, do you know, do you know the number? I mean, I would say 
24 25 units Th that's an average of two a month which is in it's awesome and also yeah. i want to point out too that for being in tulsa your average is a little bit higher than most most yeah. realtors as well too so um you're about to hit that goal in one of the years that the market there was a curveball yeah this market has been completely crazy um hate to say this but i mean it's not going to stay secret forever Today, yeah. we saw the first rates on conventional at 8%. So it's been a tough market to say the least. And, and there's people still like you. And that's I don't, another reason why I'm like, I feel like I've been so close to you. Like I don't go on double dates with a lot of agents and all this Aww. stuff. And, and it's like, man, you are the people that you surround yourself totally. with. And every time I talk to you, you're positive, you're vibrant. And I'm like, I want to be around that. So what is it about real estate that truly just like, brings the best out of you you think i mean helping people like this is one of the biggest purchases if the biggest purchase of their life and navigating it from the beginning to the closing table takes so much and it is a, a ride for both of us but like i get a thrill out of it yeah like i'm a therapist i'm a financial coach i'm literally everything you need me to be throughout this transaction I'm equally invested in it as much as you are. And I want to see you get what you want. I want you to be happy in the end. And I want you to find a house that you truly love. And I mean, seeing someone find their house is probably the most exciting thing. And I get to witness it. I yeah. get to see all the past houses that weren't the house. I get to see the houses that fall through that weren't the one. Yeah. And then we find the one Yeah. and everything works out. And it, it becomes this like, incredible transaction that like you know they look back and they're like i'm so glad all that terrible stuff happened to me because i'm here in this house that i love and the house is is where every everything's under that roof for yeah them. and sometimes people don't realize that this is such a personal transaction yeah. on your end because you're seeing these people all the time oh. you're you're getting to know them really I grieve personally when clients close and i no longer have that friend every single day you know what i mean yeah like i'm talking to these people all the time 24 7 helping them through really tough stuff and then they close and they're living their own life now and i'm like wait come back but you, you know it's funny that you say that because one of the things that i heard when i was at one of these masterminds last month was last month was september right i man this year yeah. has just flown by but they talked about how we should be helping, re-helping 10% of our database oh, every easy. single year, you know, buy a new property, buy an investment property, buy a second home, refinance a home, whatever that is, if we only st stay in front of them. Because mm -hmm. so many people, like you said, even if you love that client, it's so weird that you just, it's kind of like when you work with somebody and you guys are best yes. friends. Yes. And, and then, then you stop. And yeah. That person goes to another company yeah. or whatever. And it's like, they completely move states or something. And it's like, why does it have to be like that? You have to yeah. just put forth an effort. It's definitely an effort. It's intentional. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where showing up on social media has really helped my business and uh -huh. helped me stay connected to clients because once we close, like I'm still following all their social media and I'm still commenting, like it, you post a picture of your dog and I'm noticing that you did something in the background to your house. And I'm like, show me, send me a picture. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, Top of mind. Social right there. media has really helped. And I also am just 
I also know that you have to be intentional with your connections. And when things come to mind about past clients I've had, I always, always reach out because I, I thought of them and I want them to know that, Hey, I saw this today and thought of you or, you know, and it's just, you know, I try to keep the fire going. Yeah. And the (laughs) other thing too, that a lot of people miss opportunity in is let's say I'm your previous client and I call you, I miss your call and you miss my call. I say, hey, mate, it's William. Um, you know, you helped us buy a house last year. Hey, just wanted to give you a call. If um, someone is ever our- reminding me that I helped them buy a house last year, I'm too busy. Like, I remember every single one of my Too clients. busy or too productive? I've been trying to say, like, I'm, like, to, when you walked in and I'm like, my calendar's super busy. No, it's that super- means I need an assistant. If, if I don't remember what clients I'm selling So if no, I say okay, that I and it. I said, hey, our ba- basement is flooding uh, we don't know what to do. Yeah. So many people, whether you're in real estate or whether you're wherever, so many people are like, yeah, I'll probably return that maybe on Monday, maybe not return it. Cause I've already closed that uh, deal. And, but what people miss opportunities is they miss the opportunities of being there in the bad times. And that's whenever people are able to go deeper and grow that relationship. If you return oh, that yeah. call right away, you're and give gonna, them some contact numbers and let them know that, like, unfortunately, it's not going to be covered by the previous buyer. Give bad like, news. Right. But, like, here, you need to start here. You need to call your insurance company. You need to, like, if you can help them navigate that, you are going to look like such a better business person to them. You're going to have that client for life. You will. And so many people miss that opportunity. They do. So... Outside of real estate, though, let me ask you this, because, you know, I've been doing this for almost five years and man, I, I've grind my teeth a lot. That's how stressed I am all the time. time. It's, it's not the easiest business to be in. So what is it that you do that do you think that keeps you balanced so you can stay fresh all the time and just <laughs> what is it that you do? My real answer would not be appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Something appropriate. What is it? Something that you do? Uh, no, I'm not balanced at all. And uh, my doctor prescribed me something for that. So, oh, so, but, but I'm talking about like activities, like, or what is it okay, that you do? Okay. Um, like for me, you know, well, I and know, anybody that follows me, and I, I love that though, love because that any single, you. any time, okay. The other day had a really tough file, really tough file. I worked out three times that day. That's because give me that motivation because is that's the only time that I don't check my phone. I'm just fully focused on what I'm doing. And then also, I, I mean, I, w- I go to CrossFit at 6 a.m. Monday through Friday. And starting the day, putting myself through pain yeah. makes the rest of the day so much easier. So what is that for you? I'm being a mom. Yeah. I mean, I think. And you, you're, uh, how long ago did you become a mom? Two years ago? She's not two yet. Okay, my bad. She's a year and a half. Sorry, I don't have her passport <laughs> or her birth certificate. Um, I mean, I've just really gotten much better about putting my phone up at night. Yeah. And just focusing on her. I mean, once I pick her up from school, I'm on. I'm in total mom mode. Like, there's even, I will push off showings and whatnot till the next day because I just think spending that time is so valuable. It makes me happy. I mean, she's my reason and it definitely helps me decompress. That's so good because I don't have kids yet, but I've only had also three realtors on here and I've asked you and one other one. And I've, I haven't really asked 
I think I can re- relate a little bit more because we're in the same business and everything. But the other person said, like, it's like my my stress reliever is my family, is my yeah. kids. So I'm excited to experience that one day. Yeah, it's S- definitely worth it. So what is, let me ask you this because I'm super, super curious because this is stuff that I'm kind of going mm-hmm. through right now or every day or whatever. So last year, we hit our stretch goal, mm-hmm. right? As soon as we hit the stretch goal, we I took my team out uh, and they were super pumped and I just wasn't that happy. Why? Because I was like, man, what is the next goal going to be? Right. What am I going to do? That along with every single day reminding myself, comparison is the thief of joy. Comparison is the thief of joy. So I'm curious to know, the goal that you set out for yourself this year before you knew that market was going to correct itself or call it whatever you want to besides crashing because the market's not crashing. I mean, the data is not there. Um, so that made that goal even harder. You're mm-hmm. about to hit it, knock on wood, fingers crossed. Like, what do you, what is May, like, how do you react to that after you hit that goal? I'm just like you. I mean, I'm honestly- That doesn't help me, by the way. I'm honestly afraid (laughs) to hit it because I'm like, what's my next goal gonna be? Like, that's a a stretch goal. Yeah. I mean, a single agent doing $10 million here in Oklahoma is, that to me is a pretty big deal. It is. And I mean, you know, I'll probably move it up and probably do, so the year before I did seven and a half. Okay. And that was your third year. And that was my third year. And- um, my goal was eight. I missed it. Okay. So this year I did 10 and I was like, I probably won't do it the whole time. Like even at bold, Yeah. yeah. which you should probably tell them about bold too. Cause we did that together. And, oh yeah, yeah. Um, I made my goal there 10 and I was like, that's crazy. And everyone there was like, it is not crazy. You're going to do it. So, I mean, yeah, I'll probably do 12 next year, but I might focus on units. I mean, this year I did, honestly, I do not care about units. My, my goal was to hit the number. Um, I have been seeing that my average sale price is going up from my previous year. So now I think we're at 300,000 per transaction versus my first year when I was doing about 150,000 per transaction. Like, you know what I mean? Like the each sale is much higher now. So it doesn't take me as many, many units to get to my volume. And that's what I tell people all the time. And I share that with my team. I say, Hey, Guys, out of all this negativity that's going on, what's positive? Give me something positive. And right there, you just name something that I've personally experienced. I'm like, yes, because I have two goals. I have how many families can I help this year? Units. And then how much volume can we do? And we're way lower on our units than we were last year. But it's like, hey, guys, positive in this is we're able to help people, you know, still purchase homes even though prices have gone up or average has gone up. So that's great. And we still live in such a good market. I mean, talking about that deal that we just closed, uh, she moved from Colorado. She did. And man, the opportunity over here is way, oh, absolutely, way, way more. Uh, I mean, without going into detail, she had the opportunity to, you know, purchase this home, live in it, and then probably buy like three other properties if she really wanted to get invested in real estate, yeah. right? So um, outside of that, you know, numbers, numbers, I don't know if a lot of people care about that. I mean, you know, I really, you know, I'm, that makes me passionate. I'm numbers that, driven. That makes me passionate. But I love it. I'm even numbers when it comes to content and stuff. Like, so I look I, at my numbers. I know that. <laughs> you know, people are like, I, I'm like, oh, shoot, I got to go DM this person. And 
I, I get on there, you know, you, you, you have in mind, like, I got to go do this. And then you get, you get, um, sidetracked for every time I, nine out of 10 times I get in there and I just go see my analytics and I'm like, okay, so like, I'm like, I, I because it's like, okay, like I want to see the numbers, right? Because everything that you do, you're doing it for an outcome. What, what's the outcome that you're trying to get? I will say social media lately has really, I've kind of taken a step back from the analytics because Uh they are a mind F. They are. And if the algorithm isn't working with you, you're not happy. I mean, and it's been such a piece to like kind of back away from that, back away from the follower count. And am I getting views? Like, it's just, it's frustrating. So I'm just like, I don't even care anymore. Like, that's good. Whatever. But so don't let that eat you alive because it, all you need is one person to see it and love it, you know? Yeah. And I mean, you know, what's funny is one of the things that comes to my head when you say that is one of the things that I do say to myself a lot, especially in times when I don't, I can't control, which, which is 99% of the time Mm -hmm. and it's let go and let God, like that is one of the biggest things that I repeat to myself because when you do that, you're really surrendering the control and then you're able to have a lot more peace by yourself totally. for, you know, uh, for yourself. And, um, so it's, it's good to hear you say that because I feel that so many people struggle with that no matter what they're doing, right. Even whether with this, whether it's goals, whether it's, you know, am I basing my value off of what I'm doing, what I'm posting, what, you know, or, or am I basing my value of, things that are actually more important for my right. family, my kid, my, you know, uh, friends and coworkers and stuff like that. So that's really, really good. So, you know, outside of numbers and everything, could, do you see, let's say today you had to write a, a letter to your five-year self, mm-hmm. you know, what do you see in five years outside of like numbers going up and all this stuff within real estate and within just overall life? What do you see? I'm so bad at this. Really? Oh my gosh. I don't know. I mean, I think in real estate, like the obvious transition is up and hopefully in five years I do have um, a showing assistant and I, I have people working for me. Yeah, I don't know. Like I don't a team? Like it is. I don't know if I want a team. I don't know if I'm there yet. It's a lot of, it's, it's a lot of responsibility and it's a lot of extra time. Uh-huh. That's not a return on investment in a sense, like right now I'm able to work my business, everything I do, there is an invest, you know, a return on it. Yeah. When I have a team, it's a lot of back work stuff. I'm not the one out there doing the showings and all that. I don't know. It's a whole thing. I'm in my head about it. We'll see what happens. But as of right now, I don't really want a team. Um, but I do want people. I want, you know, like, I would take on a showing assistant who would do all my showing. Yeah. But then that's also hard because 99% of my business is referral. Yeah. And I feel like I have an obligation to show them houses yeah. because I know them or of them. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I loaded question. It is super loaded because I think when you ask me that, I think more of like my husband's business just because it is like, his own thing and like how far he's going to be in five years. And like, it takes both of us to get him there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. You know, another thing that I, that it makes me think of is love is sacrifice. And 
and true love is truly thinking about somebody else more than yourself so it's it's crazy to hear you tell me i'm telling you like what it's the next five years and you're talking about your business and i'm like man i honestly can kind of see i have more of a vision for my husband's business than i do for my own so that's that's awesome i love hearing that so um man i just can't stop thinking about how like let me ask you this i was gonna say i can't stop thinking about how far you've come in this last four years but let me ask you this so you set this goal up and then once it started getting tough like what goes to your head and then also that as you no one is ever going to use me and i'm never going to do i'm not kidding i'm never going to do another real estate transaction i'm not just kidding. negative just oh, negative i am so hard on myself so there's a difference between being hard on yourself but being negative like i'm hard on myself but i'm constantly being positive it i i will lay in bed at night and be like what am i going to do how am i going to put food on the table this is me. And this is why I have prescribed medicine. <laughs> so maybe maybe you don't want to be a top producer. Y'all, it's hard work. No, <laughs> it's just I I have real I'm an I'm an anxious person. That's what it is. Do you know what's something that I love though is that fear does one or two things. No, it, it does definitely is good for me. Fear either paralyzes people. No. Yeah. It's like, hey, I gotta go to the gym and lose weight and everything, and it's like, oh wait, no, no, no. But what if people are going to judge me because I'm not fit yet and this and that? And then and then fear just paralyzes you and you never go to the gym. Or fear says, oh, my gosh, I got to get to the gym because I got to get healthier. I got to live longer, this and that. And then you're like, I got to go to the next class available. So that sounds like yeah. you and I are very similar in that because I, I will say is I don't I've never felt like this. I don't think I ever will in my entire life felt like I made it. I don't think like people like Does Jeff, anyone feel like they made it? I mean, there's people out there, but they're. But in their they, head, they probably didn't feel like they made it, though. They want more. No, I, I I truly believe. I mean, you've probably met those people that like know it all, right? Like, you know, yeah. like your your husband tells me that he is in landscape and everything. And I'm like, oh, yeah, well, I bought mulch once and I know <laughs> what I'm doing, right? Like, no, like I'm very, I'm very like, you're an expert at that because that's what Run you do. Like, it. you know, but uh, I think, you know, you've met those people. Yeah. And I think, I think there's people out there that maybe don't say it, but but just by their actions and stuff, they feel that like, man, they've arrived. Yeah. I, no matter what it is that they do. And I, like I said, I don't, I don't think I'll ever feel like that, but I think that part of it is no matter what level you're in, because if you would have told me my first year, just like you, if in your first year you would have been like, dude, on your fourth year, you're going to be doing this, you would have been like, yeah, right. Like, if that's the case, then, then let's go. <laughs> yeah. Well, if that's the case though, then like, I'm going to be cruising. Like life's yeah. going to be easy. Yeah. No, life just keeps getting harder and harder because you're hard on yourself. The fear just gets bigger and bigger yeah. and then it pushes you, you know, more and more. So, um, so that's so crazy though. Yeah. Do you ever stop and celebrate? Um, yeah, no, we, Sam and I, we love celebrating. Like that's, we love milestones of celebration. And that's good. Cause that's another thing I But I am with. really nervous about this whole, like hitting my goal. Like I, I envision it. I envision the feeling I'm going to have. And I know I'm not going to have that feeling when it comes. Is that weird? I know I'm, I'm almost going to be sad. No, I, but, but you still have time to enjoy the journey well, because I know that sounds funny. And, but I spent like a whole, uh, not a whole episode on it, but I talked a lot, a lot. Cause that's another thing that I struggle with is I, part of the reason last year when I realized when I hit my goal that I wasn't happy is because it's not whenever you 
you get to the mountain because you're going to be in the mountain if you're truly climbing a mountain for an hour at the most maybe or maybe if you stay the night over but how long did it take you to get up there if you're going up there and you're staying a whole night over there probably took you days and a lot of the times we're so focused we're so focused on hitting the goal that we don't realize what that goal is doing for us during the climb up there and it's it, it, and when I say, I don't mean it to say sound cheesy or funny, but it's like you still have time to enjoy it. Yeah. And what I mean by that is if you and your family take another trip before the end of the year and then just because I guarantee you that just you, the trip that you just took now, you weren't, you didn't sit back and say, this is part of the journey of me hitting my goal. I'm able to come here nah, and spend. I was chasing a one and a half year old around. Scared to death she was going to fall in a pool. <laughs> You're really motivating me to have kids, by the way. <laughs> no, I did not. But no, I get what you're saying. And I and I don't do that either. Uh, but but I will say I'm, I'm so happy right now. Like, I love my job. I love where I'm at in life. I love my family. That you're, I mean, yes, this is part of the journey. And I'm so happy where I am today. And if, you know, this was the end of the year, I would be happy because I came this far. And maybe I didn't hit my goal, but. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy. I don't know. I just think I'm, I'm expecting it to feel something just like when I buy a designer hand, handbag, I always like expect it to feel different than it does. When have you ever expected to feel a certain way in, in a certain goal? And it actually felt like that though. What it actually felt like what bad like, or good? Like good. Like you were planning on it. I don't, because even for me, like whether it was back when I played sports or even on every day, um, you know, CrossFit, we do this, everybody does the same workout and everybody's always like trying to see if they can win that workout for that day. And I always tell myself, man, if I can only win this workout, it's going to make me feel good. And then today, won the workout in the class and crushed it. And it was like, the time was like 8.05. Mm-hmm. I was pissed off. Cause I could have been six second faster and been in the seven minute. Like I could have been, and it's like, so, so me, I'm the same way. I'm always like, man, if I can only win this class, get a good time, I'm going to feel good for the rest of the day. Yeah. And instead I win the class by a good time. And then I'm just like, gosh, man, I could have been Better faster. Luck tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Have you ever been like, Hey, I'm expecting, I hope I do this. I hope I do that because I'm expecting it to be this and it actually was that. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like every everything in life has kind of been. Like you expected it? The, the feeling, just, the feeling I that work, you want. I don't know. I Like I said, anytime in my goals, when I hit them, I never have that feeling of like, But I'm just saying anything in life. Like, for example, for me, I think one of the biggest fears that I have to become a parent is because I don't think, I don't know if whenever, you know, I I have a child that I'm going to feel the way that I want to feel or I'm supposed, I think I'm supposed to feel. So I'm saying just in life outside of goals. I don't know. I don't get it. You don't get it? I do not get it. So let's say that you're like, okay, hey, I your goal you're like hey i feel that once i hit this goal like i i have this feeling of like like just like i made it like i'm just so proud of myself but most of the time you don't feel like that because you're, you you didn't enjoy the journey or whatever and then you just get there and you're like cool what's next 
That's exactly how I felt last year. Yeah, I mean, I don't, everything, every time I hit a goal, I'm like, what's next? That's why it's like, all right, back to grinding. Like we have to do bigger and better next year. It's one of those things. Like I love, we'll celebrate on a dinner and I'll feel great. And next day we start for over. So am I not answering your question? Well, I'm just, I think that where, where you were saying is that you, you picture this feeling of when you arrive to whatever it yes. is, like whenever, but it's, but do you, I, I thought you were saying that most of the time you don't have that feeling. Oh, no, 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 I, like, it's more just like, all right, what's next? That like, scares you of, like, once you get there, yes. even if you feel, like, that happy, and then you're like, yes. I, yeah, I'm going to have that feeling, but it's just, like, what's going to trump, and it's like, all right, shoot, what's next? That That's the feeling that you're dreading. Yes. It's not, not necessarily not feeling the happiness right, and everything. Right. No, you do, but it's, like, also, all right, now we have to figure out how to be better next yeah. year or better on this goal or whatever so it sounds like you you support i mean i can i know but it but just you know anybody listening they can probably hear that you support your husband and his business yeah. you know 100 percent. so how what kind of support do you get from him for you know is it a is it a, a big piece of why you're so oh good at God. what you're doing that man poor man and i've met him like i've spent one time with him and i fell Let in me love tell with him you, he actually took over this business because of real estate because I was pregnant and I needed help. So he knew he could own his own business and be more flexible. Okay. Um, I'm also a step parent as well. Yeah. And that was during COVID when she was out of school. And so he Sounds also fun. came home to help with that because she was home all the time and I had to work still. And, um, I mean, just emotional support. Like That's when I'm big. having those thoughts of like, I'm never going to have a client again. And I'm laying in bed at midnight and he's like, you will have a client again. I promise you're going to be fine. I probably, <laughs> he's that like, that sounds so simple, like but it's actually hard calm work. Human being and like the perfect to like coincide with my like type a anxiety self. Like he is just so calm and like, everything's going to be fine. You can work on it tomorrow. Like, you know. I told him that he, uh, well, both of you guys, that he earned his his nickname. You want to tell everybody his nickname? Eyes. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like a he's, just he's calm, cool, and collected. Oh my god! All the time. Yeah. Wise. Does he? Does he ever like? I mean, I know so he probably you, stresses. Wait, I told you that everyone thought his last name was really wise. Yeah, you did tell me. That. Like everyone <laughs> thought I was marrying him and becoming May Wise. <laughs> May West Harrison Weiss. I mean, honestly, I would have loved it because I would not have to change my initials. Ah, that's true. I got a lot of monograms around the house. <laughs> so, so uh, man, I'm so glad that you came on. And this is probably one of the best conversations that I've had with you just because we're able to just kind of truly go into depth of whatever we're talking about and not just be like, so, you know, how's this deal going business, or this or that yeah. or whatever. But last thing I want to ask you is out of everything you've done in life and everything that you have learned and people that you've leaned into, what, what is the best advice that you've ever received in life in general, whether it's for real estate or for family or for anything? After the rain, there's always sunshine. That actually fits perfect for where we're at right now. Man, that's so good. And what I was telling somebody actually the other day was 
that, you know, if there's three people here in this room right now, if there was 30 people, if there was 300 people, and we're all under the same roof, and it just starts raining inside, right? How crazy is that? We would have never seen it happen. We could have never seen it coming. But guess what? That rain, it's going to affect all of us. Mm-hmm. It's going to affect all of us. A lot of the time, whenever there's rain, people have the mentality of, poor me, or why is this happening to me? Why, you know, why? Like this, life was going good. But not very many people are willing to, instead of, instead of having that mentality, just getting out an umbrella, getting out a raincoat, putting on some rain boots. And while it's raining and it's impacting everybody the same, you're taking the steps to be able to navigate the rain until the sunshine comes. And that's one thing that so many people don't see. And you have to constantly be like, you know, we're human. So we think in pictures. So when I think of it like that, and the first thing that you, 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 I thought of whenever you said that advice, the best advice you've ever received, I thought of the market. And, and literally part of the reason why I said, I love hanging out with you. You're always positive and everything. It's hard to find that right now in our, in our market. Yeah. Whether you're talking to a lender, whether you're talking to a realtor, whether you're talking to your mom's friend that just saw CNBC say that right now is the worst time to buy and all this stuff, right? It's everywhere. And it's like you putting on your, your, your rain outfit, it's you preparing and setting yourself apart while navigating this rain so you can enjoy that sunshine even better than everybody else will whenever that time comes. You gotta not have a pity party. Love that. And just keep grinding. May, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks, Will. This is fun. Yes. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys.